We've reached the final out. It's time for the BYU Baseball Post Game Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Post game just yet. We're in the top of the fourth inning. I am Jason Shepard. Welcome back to the Love Shack. Ryan Sapiti at the plate, and he skies a fly ball into foul territory straight up, and it's George Corona right on top of the Conference USA logo making the catch. One pitch, one out here in the top of the fourth inning. So Sapiti is retired here in the top of the fourth inning. Let's get you our On the Rubber feature brought to you by Big O Tires. We'll check out both teams' pitching numbers. We will start with Reed Smith, who's on the mound. He's pitched three and a third, three hits, two runs, both earned. He's walked one and struck out three. And now he's facing Safea Mauwai and throws strike one. On the other side of things, Carter Smith, an inning and two-thirds, one hit, four runs, all four earned. He's walked four and struck out three. Mason Olson, an inning and a third, one hit, and no runs scored and two strikeouts. The 0-1 pitch in for strike two. Those are your pitching numbers brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. 4-2 are the lead here for Louisiana Tech. In the top of the fourth, the 0-2 pitch to Safea. Stays alive, fouls it back to the screen. 0-2 the count. Safea walked in the second inning. He would be stranded at second in that inning. The 0-2 pitch. Foul ball and right over the heads of the Bulldog players and into the corner of their dugout. And that ball came at them fast. With those cement walls, that's going to ricochet quite a bit. Reed Smith with the 0-2 pitch to Malwai. Another foul ball off to the left side. Bases empty in and out here in the top of the fourth. 0-2 count. 4-2 lead for Louisiana Tech. Tech colors are red, white, and blue. The 0-2 and another ball fouled off to the left. Safaya going the other way. Brock Watkins already with a single that scored two. He's due up next. The 0-2 pitch to Mauwai. Check swing, and he went around. That's a strikeout of Safaya Mauwai, and the bases are empty with two outs for Brock Watkins. So far in this game, something that had been a strength for the Cougars, hitting with two outs and hitting with runners in scoring position. So far, the Cougars 0 for 3 with two outs, and the first pitch is fouled by Watkins 0 for 1, 0 and 1 the count. So 0 for 3 with two outs is BYU, and 1 for 4 with runners in scoring position. Smith with the 0 1 pitch. Popped it up. It will get out of play. Will land in the berm bum section here at J.C. Love Field.
an 0-2 count to Watkins. Two outs, base is empty. The 0-2 pitch. Chopper to short. Safford with the glove. Laser to first, and the Cougars go in order. One, two, three in the fourth. Bottom of the inning coming up next. 4-2 Louisiana Tech on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Hi there. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Mason Olsen back out for another inning of work. He's pitched well since coming in relief of tonight's starter, Carter Smith. He'll face the nine, one, and two hitters, Hedgewood, Drost, and Cole McConnell. Colton Hedgewood walked in the second inning. He steps into the batter's box, awaiting the first pitch here in the bottom of the fourth. His team leading 4-2. First pitch, low, ball one. The 1-0 pitch to Hedgewood. Fouled off to the right, evening the count at 1-1. One one. La Tech getting on the board first. They led 1-0 after 1. Cougars would come back with 2 to retake the lead 2-1. to one. Then in the bottom of the second, Louisiana Tech would get 3 and retake the lead at 4-2. And that's our current score now. The 1-1 pitch is yeah, just missed for ball 2. Olsen with the 2-1. Blew it past him with the fastball. 2-2. Great pitch from Mason Olsen. There was no chance Hedgewood was catching up to that. And the 2-2. He reached for it, lifted it up, and that will get out of play. I'd love to be able to give you guys miles per hour, but there's no visual miles per hour clock to see so unfortunately can't pass that stuff along 2-2 pitch ball three way outside and it's a full count to Colton Hedgewood the Bulldog number nine hitter batting ninth and wearing number nine the payoff pitch to Hedgewood. Goes the other way, lifts it high in the air into left field, and that is going to hit in the middle of the wall. Gamble falls down as he goes to get it. Hedgewood going for third. The tag is in time. What a throw from Tate Gamble, and the tag put on perfectly from Austin Deming. Hedgewood had an easy double. He was trying to make it a triple, and he's thrown out for out number one. Oh, what a big play by the Cougar defense. The ball hit off the middle of the wall, and as Gamble was going to pick it up, he sort of stumbled and fell down. I think it was that fall that Hedgewood then decided to go for three. Tate showing off the arm, perfectly placed on the tag by Deming, and it's out number one. Now we're back to the top of the order, and Drost... Swings and misses for strike one. Olsen now with the 0-1 pitch. And it's 0-2 now to Drost. So Hedgewood is going to be given a double and then thrown out, advancing to third. The 0-2 pitch. Just missed. 
My guess is home plate umpire is saying low. It's a one and two. The one-two strikeout of Brody Drost. Drost was chasing, couldn't catch up with it, and now the bases are empty with two outs. That'll bring in Cole McConnell. He's 0 for 1 with a walk. That's now three strikeouts for Mason Olsen, and he throws strike one to McConnell. Mason had two strikeouts in his first appearance of the season, and so far three today, the 0-1 pitch. Doesn't get the call on the outside part of the plate, one and one. The 1-1 pitch, and McConnell lifts that ball high in the air into right field. But once again, it's high, but not far enough. Sapiti makes the catch at the warning track, and BYU puts up a zero in the bottom of the fourth. Great defense by the Cougars, and it's 4-2 Louisiana Tech heading to the fifth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar baseball. Let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Welcome back. The 1 0 pitch to Jacob Wilk. Sent back right up the middle. It's a base hit for Jacob Wilk, and that's how the top of the fifth inning begins here in Ruston, Louisiana. Cougars trying to climb back in. They're down 4 2. But the leadoff man is on here in the fifth inning. Leadoff single for Jacob Wilk. That will bring in Bryant Ball, the number nine hitter. Reached on the fielder's choice in the second inning. BYU now regains the lead and hits as well. 4-3, Cougars with the advantage. Pitch to Bryant Ball, and the hit and run was on. The ball fouled back to the screen. So Wilk will head back to first base. Talk with first base coach Noah Hill. By the way, shout out to Noah's dad and mom. They fed us after Saturday night. Barbecue from Texas. The 0-1 pitch. And Ball lays down the bunt back to the pitcher. That will get Wilk to second and into scoring position. Ball is thrown out at first. But a good at-bat for Bryant Ball. Getting Wilk down to second with only one out. Now we're back to the top of the order, and Ozzie Pratt. Ozzie's 0 for 2. That shouldn't last very long. First pitch to Ozzie, and that hits him in the helmet. Luckily, it hit him in the back of the helmet. He seems to be okay. It knocked his helmet off, and he's he's fine. He's running down to first, and now he stands there. That's why you have the batting helmets. And that one, man, that could have been dangerous. That one just got away from Reed Smith. Obviously not trying to throw at him. But the tying run is now on base. And that will bring in Tate Gamble, who moments ago, with a great defensive play in left field, with a great throw to Deming at third, and a tag out as the runner was trying to turn a double into a triple. 
And it was a big first out in that inning. Tate 0 for 2 with a strikeout, but fouls the first pitch off to the left side for strike one. The finale of this four-game series tonight between the Cougars and Bulldogs. Smith with the 0-1 pitch and another foul ball. 0-2 now to Tate Gamble, his older brother Cole. Two up next. One out, BYU down two runs. It's 4-2 Louisiana Tech. The 0-2 pitch to Gamble. Tate stays alive. Foul ball. 0-2, the count stays. Tate, completely different body type, everything from Cole. Both are, both are heck of baseball players, that's for sure. And he fouls that off, looks like the side of his foot. Speaking of Tate, their mom and dad are here, have been for the series. Saw them at church on Sunday as well. By the way, another shout out to the Rustin Ward here in Ruston, Louisiana, for being so kind to us on Sunday when we went for sacrament meeting. No balls, two strikes, in and out. Runners at first and second. The 0-2 pitch to Gamble, and it's ball one to Tate. We knew we were in Louisiana, too, when the bishop who was conducting that night, or that, that morning, said that the, the Ward Gumbo Night was coming up. And we knew we were in the right place. The one-two pitch, strike three looking. And that's two strikeouts of Tate Gamble. He's 0 for 3 today. So now two away, and Cole Gamble will need to come up with a two-out hit to keep the inning going. Wilk is at second. Pratt at first. Pratt representing the tying run. And... Timeout has been called. Head coach Lane Burroughs is making his way out, and there may be a pitching change here. It looks like that's going to be it for Reed Smith. He's getting uh, hugs and high fives from everybody. And there we go. Officially a pitching change here. We'll be back with a new Bulldog pitcher with two outs and two on for the Cougars here in the top of the fifth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. The new pitcher is Ethan Bates, who we have seen multiple times in this series, just not as a pitcher. He's been at third base for a couple of the games of this series. So Ethan Bates... 5'11", 175-pound junior from Hot Springs, Arkansas. He came to Louisiana Tech from Navarro Junior College. First time we're seeing him on the mound in this series. 
And he will come in relief of the Bulldogs starter, Reed Smith. And he inherits runners at first and second in two outs. His team leading the Cougars 4-2. Jacob Wilk is at first. He led off the inning with a single. Ozzie Pratt was hit by a pitch. He is at first base. He represents the tying run. And at the plate is Cole Gamble representing the go-ahead run. Going to need a two-out hit here to keep this thing going. First pitch to Cole, high and outside for ball one. We're in the top of the fifth. The 1-0 pitch to Cole. Strike one, and I think Cole thought that was outside and was hoping that was going to be ball two. Instead, the count even at one ball and one strike. The 1-1 pitch. Strike two. Ethan Bates looking to strand runners at first and second and keep the Cougars in a deficit of two runs. You hear the crowd trying to pick up the Bulldogs. The one-two pitch to Gamble, and it misses low, two and two. That looked like a good pitch. That was some, that was some good patience there by Cole to not swing at that. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, and two on. Bates with the 2-2 pitch to Gamble. Strike three looking, and the Cougars do strand two. We will head to the bottom of the fifth. BYU still trails 4-2 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Mason Olsen's first pitch to Dalton Davis misses for ball one. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning. Louisiana Tech leading BYU 4-2. The 1-0. Liner in to left field by Davis. And that's the fourth base hit of the evening for Tech. And the leadoff man is on here in the fifth inning. And Dalton Davis has been a problem so far today. An RBI ground out in the first. He was hit by a pitch that also scored a run in the second, now a single to lead off the fifth. That'll bring in Philip Matulia, the designated hitter. He's 0 for 2. He's struck out twice. Carter Smith struck him out once, and then Mason Olson also struck him out. First pitch, foul tip, strike one to Matulia. Number 12, Philip Matulia batting cleanup for the Bulldogs. Olsen 
blows it past him, low and away, and Vitulia swung right over the top. Timeout's going to be called. I have a feeling that even though it worked out for BYU, the pitcher and catcher may have not been on the uh, same page on that one. I want to make sure that the signs are correct. Bryant Ball went out, a very quick conversation with Olsen, and now Bryant back behind the dish. The count is 0-2 to Philip Matulia. The leadoff man is on. Dalton Davis, single. Nobody out. Olsen with the 0-2 pitch. Low and away again, ball one. 4-2, Louisiana Tech with the lead. They're trying to even the series and split 2-2. BYU looking to win the series. They can come back 3-1. The 1-2 on its way to Matulia. He spoils it, fouls it out of play. I hope all of you were able to catch the great Andy Reid on BYU Sports Nation earlier today. My guy, Coach Reed, talking with Spencer and Jerem on BYU Sports Nation. I highly recommend if you didn't get to it live on BYU TV or BYU Radio, you go check it out on demand. One-two pitch. Outside, two balls and two strikes. Two balls, two strikes. Nobody out. A runner at first base. Olsen kicks and delivers the 2-2 pitch. Strike three looking, and he froze Matulia. Out number one, and now Matulia is 0 for 3. Three punch outs. The number five hitter, the catcher, George Corona. One for two with a double. He'll face Olsen with a runner at first and now one away. Both teams with four hits, neither team with an error. But the advantage on the run side goes to the Bulldogs at 4-2. First pitch to Corona. Foul ball. Strike one. Balls and one strike to count. Olsen gets the pitch he wants. Now delivers the 0-1. Ground ball to third. Could be two. A throw over to second for one. Pratt over to first in time. And it's 5-4-3 on the double play. And that will erase the leadoff single. And that's a zero on the board for the Bulldogs in the bottom of the fifth. It's 4-2 La Tech heading to the sixth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. BYU Baseball brought to you by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. 4-2, Louisiana Tech with the lead. We're in the top of the sixth. Leading off is Austin Deming, and he fouls off the first pitch from Ethan Bates for strike one. 
Dem, one for two, a single and a ground out. Austin still hitting 500. The 0-1 pitch to Deming, and that hits him in the shoulder. And that is another hit by pitch. And I think the BYU hitters are getting a little tired of being plunked. Ozzie Pratt was hit in the helmet in the previous inning. He's okay. That's two hit-by-pitches by Louisiana Tech pitchers and one for BYU batters, or excuse me, pitchers. So three hit-by-pitches so far in this game, and Deming at first. That'll bring in the equally as hot at the plate, Ryan Sapiti. He could tie this thing up with one swing of the bat. The first pitch to Sapiti, strike one from Bates. Sapiti and Deming, the team leading home runs, each with two. Bates with the 0-1 pitch to Sapiti, and that was inside. It didn't hit him, but it came close. Certainly pitching him inside. One ball and one strike. Dimming it first. And Sapiti. Lifts it into center field. McConnell on his way back, and he's not going to be able to get it. No, he did catch it. Oh, my goodness. He did catch it. That was actually his hat that fell to the ground. What are they saying? Are they saying that he's out? No, they, he did drop that. The Cougar base runners ran back as if he had caught it. He did drop that ball. That was right at the base of the wall. Something fell off. It looked like it was McConnell's hat that fell, but it was the ball. So it would have been a base hit. Instead, it's an out. They will touch the bag at second. So Deming will stay at first. There was a lot of confusion from everybody. Because Deming couldn't see really what had happened either. Actually, it's Sapiti at first now. So Deming obviously out at second. Sapiti is at first. And I think there was an explanation being given to the Bulldog coaching staff because they were wondering why it wasn't doubled up. Well, the reason it wasn't a double play was because the ball was dropped. That was very confusing. Well, after all that, one out and a runner at first. Still an opportunity for the Cougars to tie things up. And it's a strike to Safaya Mauwai. 
they have not designated anything for that last play, whether it be on stat broadcast or on the scoreboard. Probably trying to go through everything to try and make sure they know what happened. The count now 0-2 as Safaya fouled out off to the left. The score is still 4-2. The 0-2 pitch to Malwai, low and away. One and two the count to the Cougar designated hitter. Safaya 0 for 1 with a walk. So they have given Sapiti the single. So Sapiti with a single, dimming out at second. And the 1-2 pitch misses. Now two balls and two strikes. So there should be five hits. There we go. Now they've added the fifth hit to the scoreboard for the Cougars. Two balls and two strikes to Mauai inside, and that almost hits Safay in the shoulder. The count is full. I think the Bulldog fans are thinking Safay is a little close to the plate. I think that's what they're griping about right now. The payoff pitch to Mauai, and it's a strikeout of Safaya and out number two. Well, the deficit still two runs, but once again, the tying run will come to the plate. We're in the top of the sixth. It's 4-2 Louisiana Tech. Brock Watkins has two RBI and a single in this game. He's one for two. He grounded out in the fourth. Well, you 0 for 5 with two outs. And he looks at ball one from Ethan Bates. This inning was led off by Austin Deming taking first after being hit by the pitch. And they will throw over to first where Sapiti is. Ryan Sapiti hit a fly ball to deep center field. At first, it looked like the catch was made. Then it was a dropped ball, which ended up giving Sapiti a single. 1-0 pitch. Misses 2-0. And the home fans are getting restless with the strike zone here from our home plate umpire. A much more animated crowd here in game four than in any of the games previously. 2-0 pitch to Watkins, outside 3-0. Now, one major difference in this game as opposed to the others is this is the only game where La Tech has had an extended lead for multiple innings. The only game that they won in this series, they took the lead in the bottom of the eighth. The 3-0 pitch, high and inside, ball four. Good at bat for Brock Watkins. Now the go-ahead run will come to the plate. And that's Jacob Wilk. He's one for two, already has a single. And that may be it for Ethan Bates. Well, it may just be a conversation. There is activity in the bullpen. Their pitching coach is out there talking to him. Actually saw him at church on Sunday. 
He's a member of the Ruston Ward. Yeah, right now there's no, not been any signal that they're moving, so this is just a conversation. Making sure everybody's on the same page and how they want to play this. Boy, if you're BYU and if you could at least just get one of these runs in. Cougars 1 for 6 with runners on and 0 for 5 trying to get hits with two outs. The batter is Jacob Wilk. Flied out to right in the second, and then a single in the fifth. Sapiti's speed, base hits, you would think scores him. First pitch to Wilk, and Wilk lifts the ball high in the air down the left field line. It is going to get out of play for a foul ball deep in the corner. So strike one to Jacob Wilk. And we know his power. He's more than capable of putting the Cougars on top with one swing. 4-2 is our score here in the top of the sixth inning. Louisiana Tech with the lead. Bates with the 0-1 pitch. Bounces away from Corona. Both runners will advance. Oh, and what a big break for the Cougars. Now a base hit could tie this game up. Everybody moves up a bag. Sapiti is now at third. Watkins is at second. And it's a 1-1 count. Great opportunity for the Cougars to get right back in this thing here in the top of the sixth inning. Obviously need to be alert in case another ball gets away from Corona. The 1-1 pitch. And he gets the call on the outside part of the plate. One and two. Mm. So, time to go into battle mode here if you're Jacob Wilk. One ball, two strikes, two outs, two in scoring position. A base hit could tie this game. The crowd comes to life here at J.C. Love Field at Pat Patterson Park. The one-two pitch. Ooh, and it misses. The crowd wanted it. They didn't get it. Two balls and two strikes to Wilk. Good, patient at bat there from the Texas native. Two balls, two strikes, two on. A two-run deficit for BYU. Let's see if that changes after this pitch. Oh, he got the outside part of the plate that looked off. But they will ring up Jacob Wilk, and the Cougars will strand the tying runs at second and third. I'm with Jacob Wilk. I thought that was off the plate in ball three. Nonetheless, we'll head to the bottom of the sixth. It's still 4-2 Tech on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's Jason Shepard. Jason Olsen back out for another inning of work. Bottom of the six facing Adarius Myers. And the first pitch is high for ball one. As Louisiana Tech leads BYU 4-2 here in the home half of the sixth inning. Welcome back to the Love Shack in Ruston, Louisiana. Jason Shepard with you. The 1-0 pitch in there for strike one. Mason Olsen has come in and looked really good out on the mound. 
1-1. Myers goes the other way, slicing foul, out of play. And the only thing that saved that from going into the BYU bullpen was the netting down the right field line. So one ball and two strikes to Adarius Myers. 0 for 1. And was hit by a pitch in the second inning. The 1-2 to Myers. Ground ball the other way to Wilk. Covering the bag is Olsen, and he'll step. No, they say he wasn't in time. I'm wondering if it means he wasn't in time or if he missed the bag. Either way, Myers is safe. And I have no replay here. There's no monitors here. All I know is he's safe. It was certainly a bang-bang play. It looked like Olsen stepped on something before Myers got there, but he is safe. And they'll check on the runner, Myers, as he steps back to the bag. He'll get a single. So they're going to say he beat that out. And a bunt laid down the third baseline is foul from Will Safford. Strike one. Bulldogs playing a little small ball here to get somebody in scoring position. Willing to sacrifice an out to do so with a 4-2 lead. Both teams now with five hits in the ball game. Early walks is what costs the Cougars. After two, Louisiana Tech had four runs, but only one hit. Now they've had a couple hits, but haven't scored any runs. And Safford showing bunt again. And they'll say he uh, was able to hold up. And takes ball one. So one and one the count. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning from Ruston, Louisiana. Beginning a new series against Louisiana Lafayette Wednesday. 1-1 pitch showing Bunt again. Runner on the move. Myers slides in safely. And he steals second base. And is in scoring position with nobody out. Now he's in scoring position, and a 2-1 count coming up for Will Safford. And he's asking for timeout to go talk with the third base coach to find out exactly what he wants him to do. Does he want him to bunt him to third? Does he want him to go up swinging? That's what they're talking about right now, right on the Conference USA logo in front of the Louisiana Tech dugout. Well, whatever they've decided, it's over, and... Safford heading back to the batter's box. Safford, the number seven hitter, defensively at shortstop. He's 0 for 2. Olsen delivers. Nope. We'll fake the throw. We'll spin. And it looks Myers back. There's no throw to second. Nobody was covering the bag. Myers was able to get back. There was no need to throw it. 
Myers has been a thorn in the Cougars' side this weekend. The 2-1 pitch, and it's strike two. It looked like Safford was willing to swing. He held up, thinking it was a ball, but he didn't get the call. So two balls and two strikes. Be big to get it out here. Olsen gets the pitch he wants, looks back at Myers, does it a second time, and now delivers the 2-2 pitch. Off the plate, and it's full count to Will Safford. has been our score since the second inning ended. And the pitch. Safford lifts it in the air into left center. The catch is made by the left fielder. Gamble makes it. And a big first out here in the inning. That'll bring in Logan McLeod. McLeod 0 for 1 with a walk and a strikeout. Myers looking to steal third, and there will be no throw. He had such a great jump. Ball was not going to risk a bad throw and having it go into the outfield and allowing a run to come in. That's a smart play from Bryant Ball just to hold on to that ball. But now you got to work around a runner at third and only one out. One ball, no strikes. The pitch to McLeod. Strike one, evening the count at one and one. One ball, one strike. And the pitch. Ground ball to Wilk. They'll throw it to home. A play at the plate. The ball gets away. And Myers will score. The ball was there in time. And I believe that Myers was able to dislodge it on the slide. And he will score from third. It's 5-2 Tech. And that bang-bang play at first... Comes around to score, and the lead for the Bulldogs is now three at five to two. Now the pitch to Hedgewood. He's showing bunt, he bumps, bunts it up in the air, and the catch is made by Ball. And that's two outs. Trying to lay down a bunt. To get the runner to second, and he popped it up. So runner at first, one out. And the batter is Brody Drost, top of the order. And they'll throw over to first. Cloud at first, reaching on the fielder's choice as the throw was home, and it was the right play. 
Myers just dislodged the ball. The, the throw was in time. The tag was there and just got dislodged on the collision. And the first pitch to Drost is a strike. Five-two, the lead for Louisiana Tech. Another check on the runner at first base. They'll throw over. Now they finally put the second out up. Two outs, runner at first, and an 0-1 count to Brody Drost. And the pitch is called strike two on the inside part of the plate. Good pitch for Mason Olson. Oh and two. The nine one and two hitters do up for BYU when we reach the seventh. The O two pitch, Drost goes the other way. Into left field. Underneath it is Tate Gamble, and he makes the catch. But the Bulldogs add a run to their lead. They lead five two, heading to the seventh. Ball, Pratt, and Gamble. Due up for the Cougars when we come back on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.